Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the pastoral epistles of St. Paul with this message entitled, Onesiphorus, a Friend in Need, preached on November 15, 2015. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning with verse 15. The title is Onesiphorus, a friend in need. 2 Timothy 1, 15 through 18. Friends, there are two kinds of Christian friends. One kind will forsake you in the hour of your deepest need. The other kind sticks with you in the hour of your deepest need. And I want to tell you, Jesus Christ declared that he is our friend. And he said he will lay down his life for us. The question is, is he your friend? True Christians are not fair-weather friends. They are our friends in our deepest needs. They make sacrifices to help us. You know, the Lord's disciples ran away from Jesus in the hour of his deepest need. Peter even denied him three times. Almost the same happened to St. Paul, as I stated in my book on the Acts of the Apostles. The same thing happened to many ministers. Those truly born of God will persevere to the end, being a friend of God's people and being fruitful to the Lord. We read in Ephesians 2.10, For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance, that is from eternity, for us to do. Titus 2.14 says, Jesus gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own eager to do what is good. St. John tells us in 1 John 3.16, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. Paul Desires to see his beloved son Timothy and be filled with joy before his expected martyrdom. Most of Paul's friends are turning away from him. Timothy must not be timid or be ashamed of the Lord's apostle and his prisoner. He must preach the gospel, suffer for the gospel, and guard the gospel in the power of the Holy Spirit, trusting in Jesus, who destroyed 
our death and brought to light immortal life for all God's elect by his life, death and resurrection. Friends, so to the believer death is gain. Death opens the door to God's presence. So first point is friends who forsake us. And verse 15 reads, you know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me, abandoned me, including Phygelus and Hermogenes. Timothy is aware of the desertion of a group of his friends from the Roman province of Asia, that is western Turkey, where Ephesus was situated, where Timothy was ministering. He is not saying every believer abandoned him, St. Paul. Only a group of prominent leaders of Asia. It is possible these leaders deserted him when he was rearrested in or near Ephesus by Rome for some trumped up new charges against him. Either these leaders abandoned Paul and his gospel altogether as some heretics were doing already and we read in Titus 1.14 pay no attention to Jewish myths or to the commands of those who reject the truth. Apostrepho, the same word is used. Everyone in the province of Asia deserted me. O Titus, 2 Timothy 4, 4. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to miss the same Greek word, desertion. Or... These leaders were afraid to be seen with Paul, now a state's criminal. Friends of such a criminal can be arrested, imprisoned, tried, and executed. So these leaders did not come to help him and give witness to his innocence and godly character. The truth was that they ran away without giving him any help. So Paul was rearrested and taken to Rome as a prisoner in chains. At this time, Nero was the Caesar to whom St. Paul appealed before Festus as we read in Acts 25, 10 through 11. He appealed to Caesar to get a fair trial. In due time, St. Paul was let go. Nero, you heard of him, was the great-great-grandson of Augustus Caesar and the adopted son of Claudius. He became emperor in AD 54 and committed Suicide at age 31 in AD 68. 
he murdered his mother and his wife and others. In AD 64, there was a fire in the slum of Rome. And it spread and destroyed half of the city. For this, Christians were blamed. And many were killed by burning. And others, number of them fled the city. The church of Rome was almost destroyed by this mad emperor. The Christians were no longer seen as under the legal protection of Judaism. This persecution lasted for three centuries until the time of Constantine. In this terrible climate, Christian leaders refused to identify with the re-arrested apostle. Even his fellow worker Demas left him. At Paul's preliminary hearing, no one from Asia or from Rome came to support him. Nero is Lord. It is a crime to confess Jesus is Lord. Yet we know without confessing Jesus Lord, no one can be saved. The gospel stands opposed to Caesar. Notice we read, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 10.9 that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved. And Paul says in 2 Corinthians 4.5 we do not preach ourselves but Jesus Christ as Lord. Friends listen when everyone forsakes us the Lord will never forsake us. Remember what he said. Surely I will be with you. Always. Even to the end of the age. He'll be with us. In life. With us. In the dungeon. And with us. In our death. To strengthen us. And to comfort us. For we read in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who comforts us in all our troubles. St. Paul counted on especially his friends. Phygelus and Hermogenes. To help him in his hour of need. But they did not help him. Paul was greatly disappointed. They abandoned him and ran for safety. True believers will deny themselves and take up their cross and follow Jesus to death. We do not follow Jesus, friends, to get wealth and health and power. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 24. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. 
At that time many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness. The love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Point number two. Onesiphorus is a true friend. He is a true friend for these six reasons. His name means, Onesiphorus means, bringer of profit, bringer of blessing. Philemon had a slave by name Onesimus, means profitable. A true believer is a bringer of the blessing of the gospel to the whole world. He is an edifier, a comforter, a strength giver. He builds up his friends, not pull him down. So we read in verse 18, May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. You know very well in how many ways he helped me in Ephesus. Onesiphorus was a friend of Paul and Timothy. He was a rich man in Ephesus. He was a householder like Philemon. He had a family, servants, and a large estate and so on. Onesiphorus and his family belonged to the church of Ephesus in Asia. He had been ministering to the needs of the apostle for a long time. It began in Paul's third missionary journey to Ephesus, during which St. Paul stayed in Ephesus ministering the gospel for three years. Acts 20:31. We could imagine that Paul visited the home of Onesiphorus many times and received his gracious ministry. Paul recalls Onesimus' service to him in verse 18. Service to him in the past with gratitude and a prayer. Timothy knew very well this diaconal service rendered to Paul. It is possible that Timothy went with Paul to his friend's house many times. Friends, know this. God rewards our good works. He remembers them all. What we did in the name of Jesus Christ for his holy people number three now he travels to Rome to be with Paul who is in prison Onesiphorus leaves his family and his estate in God's hand he travels to Rome to fellowship with this state's criminal he spends time maybe two months And he spends money. He risks his own life 
in this arduous long journey he takes with him certain gifts food clothing money to help the apostle he was not afraid like others who forsook him he was filled with the holy spirit number 4 when he arrived in rome he was unable to find the prison where paul was kept yet he was not discouraged he kept on praying and seeking everywhere to find paul he made inquiry of knowledgeable people being a state criminal paul was not allowed to stay in his own rented house as in his first arrest years before and we read this in acts 28 30 and 31 for two whole years paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to him boldly and without hindrance he preached the kingdom of god and taught about the lord jesus christ he had great freedom at that time onesiphorus finally found paul in a maximum security dungeon so he visited with him in the cold dungeon to encourage him to comfort him and to refresh him at great possible danger to him and to his family friends that's what we are told to do hebrews 13 verse 3 remember means help those in prison as if you were their fellow prisoners and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering and hebrews 6 9 and 10 even though we speak like this dear friends we are confident of better things in your case things that accompany salvation god is not unjust he will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them and number 5 he refreshed him often verse 16 onesiphorus did not go back to ephesus and to his family to look after his estate after visiting paul only once he refreshed paul often many times he is a true friend he stayed for a number of days to refresh him as i said maybe two months refresh that word anapsuxen refresh in greek means to help paul to breathe easier and we read in 1 Corinthians 16:18 for they refreshed my spirit and yours also such men deserve recognition and they'll be recognized by the Lord Jesus Christ on the last day remember the 80 year old barselai he refreshed king david with all he needed 
while Absalom his son was pursuing him to kill David so we read in 2nd Samuel 17 and Barzillai the Gileadite from Rogelim brought bedding bowls the articles of pottery they also brought wheat and barley flour and roasted grain beans and lentils honey and curds sheep and cheese from cow's milk for David and his people to eat for they said people have become hungry and tired and thirsty in the desert he came to help him in the hour of his deepest need Second Samuel 19.32 now Barzillai was a very old man 80 years of age he had provided for the king during his stay in Mahanaim for he was a very wealthy man remember what Jesus said in Matthew 25 Verse 36, I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Number six, Onesiphorus was not ashamed of Paul's chains. In 2 Timothy 1.8 we read, Paul speaking to Timothy, so do not be ashamed to testify about our Lord or ashamed of me, his prisoner. But join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Or 2 Timothy 1.12, Paul speaks about himself, that's why I'm suffering as I am yet I am not ashamed because I know whom I have believed and I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day Jesus calls us to follow him to death I said Jesus calls us to follow him to death he calls us to come and die not come and dine calls us to come and die preaching the gospel Paul friends gloried in his chains and he speaks of his chains four times in Philippians chapter 1 friends Onesiphorus the true friend was full of the Holy Spirit he was not afraid The Bible says ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be my witnesses. He was full of love, power and sound mind. He was loyal to Paul and the gospel. He knew very well the cost of discipleship. The Sanhedrin remember flogged the apostles yet they went away rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name friends Paul is facing death he is forsaken by most of his friends yet he was comforted by Onesiphorus Luke 
and above all friends Jesus and the third point Paul prays for Onesiphorus and his family verse 16 and 18 may the Lord Jesus grant mercy for Onesiphorus and his family friends we are saved by mercy and grace But because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy raised us together with Christ. Ephesians 2.8 For it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourself, it is the gift of God. Mercy sir, we need mercy now and would need mercy then. So you read 2 Timothy 1, 2 to Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. We need mercy daily, sir. St. Paul says about himself in 1 Timothy 1, 13 and 14, even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord Jesus was poured out on me abundantly along with faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Not only now we need mercy, we need mercy on the day of judgment verse 18 says may the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day meaning the day of judgment Jesus said in Matthew 5 7 blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy Onesiphorus and his household showed mercy to Paul This demonstrates clearly that they received the Lord's gracious salvation. Showing mercy, especially to the people of God, is the fruit of salvation and the proof of salvation. Friends, forgiven forgives. Mercied people shows mercy. So Jesus said, Matthew 6, 14 and 15, For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Matthew 18, 33, Jesus is speaking to the wicked servant who refused to forgive. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? And forgiven you the a billion dollar debt. Onesiphorus and his family will be shown mercy on the day of judgment. Friends, we are justified here and we will be justified on the last day. So Paul says... Galatians 5 verse 5 but by faith we eagerly await through the spirit the righteousness for which we hope justification here and justification there based on the righteousness of Christ 
And Romans 2.16, this judgment will take place on the day when God will judge men's secrets through Jesus Christ, as my gospel declares. This is why I plead with people, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Those who are justified now will be justified also on the last day. Good works prove our salvation based on Christ's righteousness. Our good works themselves are wrought by grace in and through us. Paul's prayer for Onesiphorus and his household was heard by God. Why? I say, for it was birthed in him by the Holy Spirit. Remember, friends, Obed-Edom. David placed the ark in his house because God just killed Uzzah for his irreverent act, for his sin. Obed-Edom and his family honored God obeyed God, worshipped God, served God and God blessed them. So we read in 2 Samuel 6 the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite for three months and the Lord blessed him and his entire household. I experienced that in my life. God blessed me and my entire household now King David was told the Lord has blessed the household of Obedidim and everything he has because of the ark of God eventually Onesiphorus went back to Asia to Ephesus to his family and I say God blessed him and his family and his property Thank God for Onesiphorus in the church. When many abandon us in our deepest need, a few will come to help us risking their own lives. Number four, Jesus is our true friend. I'll be with you always, even to the end of the ages. But even if all forsake us, there is one who will never forsake us. Remember the three Hebrew children, they were thrown into the fiery furnace. But all of a sudden, now there are four. One is and was the son of God and we read in Psalm 23 verse 4 even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for you are with me he is with us in front of us behind us he is in us I am the vine you are the branches even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death I will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me in Hebrews 13 5 and 6 God has said never will I leave you never will I forsake you 
So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Nothing. I said, friends, Jesus is our friend. So he said in John 15, 13 through 15, greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. Jesus, our friend, he died for our salvation. This Jesus died for us. When did he die for us? When we were powerless, ungodly sinners, enemies of God. And we learned by his death, he destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light for the people of God. And so the summary of his life, death and resurrection is shown in Romans 4.25. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised for our justification. Friends, I ask you this question. If God is for us, who can be against us? Friends, St. Paul concludes Romans 8. Nothing in all creation is able to cut us off from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I plead with you, if you are outside of Christ... If you haven't trusted in Christ, I plead with you to cry out to God. And everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. May Jesus Christ be your friend who died for your salvation. Heavenly Father, we pray that you pour out your spirit, soften our heart. Help us to believe in Christ and be saved forever. And to have a friend who will never leave us nor forsake us. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.